Okie dokie. Okay, well, <laughs> welcome to the second Conversations with the Ride or Die Chicks. Today, we are discussing Parasite. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We all saw it and we all loved it so much. We decided to make this the second conversation that we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. My first question is, what is the actual genre of this movie? Well, that's the thing because they, they kind of branded it as a horror movie, but yeah. then you get there and the feel is totally different. Mm-hmm. I would say it's probably more like thriller or suspense. Mm-hmm. That's what I would brand it as. I agree. Because the way that they marketed it, they did market it as like a pure horror. Like mm-hmm. I really thought going into this, like some supernatural entity was going to come yes. out and start murdering people. Or this family was going to be like completely insane. Yeah. Killer family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, you guys wanted to into it differently than I did because I was trying to avoid as many spoilers as possible, even including the genre. Uh-huh. So I went in not exactly confused but not knowing what to expect and then when i looked it up later it's listed as a drama a mystery sometimes a comedy and sometimes a thriller but nowhere am i seeing it listed as a horror so it's really weird that it was it seemed to be branded more as a horror but i guess the closest would be a thriller Mm because psychological thrillers are kind of in the same grain as horror films yeah i think it's just like the the trailer was a bit misleading because it wasn't like traditional horror it felt like a24 horror (laughs) yeah where you're just like what's happening like, okay, well, I don't know what to expect from that, but someone's going to die. There's blood. <laughs> I see blood happening. Everything's really obscure. And now I have to see it because I want answers. <laughs> it did keep you on your toes. Because when you kept looking for things to be like a horror film, it kept turning and going in a different direction. So mm-hmm. it was nice. And that leads to my second question. Structure-wise, did, did does that... Is that movie follow American film structure or is it was it like a structure all its own? I felt like it wasn't American structure at all. Yeah. Like it it definitely felt a little bit off kilter with pacing. Mm-hmm. Not in a way that I didn't like. It was just in a way that was super noticeable, especially going in as a writer. You can mm-hmm. only ever really see things as they're written. You'd never really get the passive experience anymore after you've yeah. studied so long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That you does. go in judging everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like we can't shut our brains off a lot when we go into movies. And usually I can guess what's going to happen at some point or another or see where things are leading to. But with this film, I, once again, I was more clueless than anything. And, and I thought that was, it was fun, but a little disconcerting. I really know. liked where it went, though. It just, it was really unexpected and it wasn't something where you could go in and kind of know exactly what was going to happen next because I think that's the problem today too is that a lot of movies when they're so formulaic Mm -hmm. formulated or whatever um like it just gets really boring and I feel like this one all the twists and turns and the really slow burn was actually really refreshing to me Mm -hmm. yeah and just when you start to think you're getting used to the pattern of it it switches up on you and you're just like I have no idea where we're going (laughs) I thought I knew and now I have no idea yeah yeah it really felt like a festival film to me because I when you go into mainstream films nowadays you pretty much know what you're signing in signing up for but when you go into festivals sometimes you're going in blind and and you just you discover it while you're there so I really liked that this film kind of kept that discovery the entire time because I never knew what was going to happen next mm-hmm. what did we think about the characters I have to say my absolute favorite character was the rich mom. 
Really? Yes. <laughs> I Why? Loved her. I was like, if I were a rich like wife and mother, that would probably be how I would live. <laughs> okay, but very. You, she was very ditzy. She was. That was a lot. It's like she, I'm pretty ditzy. It's sometimes. like she had nothing. To, <laughs> did she had? It's like she had nothing to do all day. Cause yeah. When we first were introduced to her, wasn't she like always napping or something? Yes, she mm-hmm. was always falling asleep, and she just seemed very like. She needed a hobby. Yeah, she didn't really have anything. Yeah, because I know a lot of like stay-at-home moms or housewives, they'll they'll tell you how busy they can be when they have to take care of the house themselves. But she had a housekeeper and didn't seem to really go anywhere during the day. So it was, it's like she didn't really have a, a mission each day or anything to do. I think she might have fallen under like what would have been like a modern day society woman but the reason why it wasn't working is because you're in the modern day it's not like when you when it was like the 50s or even the 40s and below it was like they back then that was an actual thing you could be Mm -hmm. and now it's just like no there nobody has time for that (laughs) (laughs) well i think too the whole idea i think was her life was her kids Mm -hmm. and how they looked to the outside world so that's why she got them Uh. all these tutors and all this all of that fancy stuff mm-hmm. that none of us will ever have <laughs> or ever had. So, um, I don't think I could choose a favorite character. I I naturally got attached to the poor family's son just because I knew him the best as an actor, mm-hmm. and um, I I didn't know what to expect from his character because he usually he used to play really similar roles and all of a sudden in the witch uh, part one the subversion he was like a badass and i was like okay he can play other things so when i went into this movie i didn't know which way he was going to lean and it was pretty much the same with all of the the characters and the actors i didn't know what to expect from them in the role but i was mainly attached to him because at first i thought he seemed more innocent going in and then I was like, I don't know what to feel about you as the film went on. I was like, I, I don't I don't know. So I, I don't think these were necessarily characters we were supposed to get attached to or identify with. And, and it's not that they were anti-heroes, but I, don't, I, I wasn't sure where to place some of them. And that's why I don't really think I chose a favorite mm-hmm. or who to follow. I was just experiencing the whole thing on whole, as a whole. Yeah. I didn't like any of them. Yeah. And again, I don't think we were supposed to. Like, yeah. I don't think that was the point of this movie. I think it was kind of like... So this family is struggling, but when you kind of get little details about their background and mm-hmm. kind of the way that they're just manipulating this family, mm-hmm. you don't really feel sorry for them at yeah, all. No. Um, and then I think towards the end when there's that flood, you're like, oh, wow, that really sucks. Like everything is falling apart, but it's their own doing. Yeah. So it's kind of instant karma. Mm-hmm. The so, flood is their own doing? Well, it's just like the, well, the that circumstance whole night, of everything. Cause yeah. they, the whole reason that they got flooded out is because they weren't there to ah, right, close right, right, their right. own windows. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And that was also, it was kind of semi-foreshadowing at the beginning when the fumigation was happening. Yeah. And they had the opportunity to close the windows and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And then they, they reap the consequences? Is yeah. That yeah. 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 It's a whole, that's, like, this movie has so many layers mm-hmm. because... That could be a metaphor for, like, they had every opportunity. They could start to see where, like, there were too many close calls and they should just back out. There were so many opportunities for them to do that and they just kept going on with the lies and the lies and the lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was listening to one of the 
interviews with the director, he was uh, talking about he wanted to make things more subtle. Mm-hmm. And he would do little things in the background or just he wouldn't draw attention as much to things that were turning points in the film. And um, that being said, I was going somewhere with this thought. Um, oh, that being said, their home is a sub-basement. Uh, I'll just, I won't say sub-basement apartment because I'm not sure how, how, how buildings work. But it, it's a sub-basement <laughs> home. Uh-huh. And... Um, there are also basement homes, and basement homes have no windows. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's kind of one of the poorer, poorest levels is, is if you're living in a, in a basement home. Because it could be like one room, and that's like minimum, bare minimum. But a basement home has no windows, so you really kind of feel like you're trapped, mm-hmm. and you can't see the outside world. But since they are in a sub-basement, they had a window, and they could see above ground, and they could see out, and supposedly that gave them... A, a sense of hope mm-hmm. but hope is usually a positive term but for them being able to see the outside made them that turned them into what uh, what's conmen fraudsters and they they felt like they could take something for themselves but instead of getting it through normal means they did it through fraud yeah, yeah. Well, it was something that's just like maybe the window was something that's like, oh, it's just within our reach, but there's just so many obstacles trying to keep us down here. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to get up and take it instead of just like sitting here and continuing to get like peed on. Yeah. <laughs> Literally peed on. Yeah. 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 It's just like, look at all those people out there. We're sitting here like idiots and they get to live their lives. No, no more. So. Yeah. And it's also, it's another thing. They had the opportunity themselves to tell the guy to stop peeing in front of their house, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And But and, but as soon as the, the poor family's son's friend came over, his friend uh, shooed the guy away, yelled at him, and made him leave. So it's like, it was already showing a difference between them. It's like, they have the opportunity, but they don't take it. And then their friend sees it, and at the first opportunity, he acts on it. And mm-hmm. it was just showing the divide between them and... I don't quite remember how they were friends. Probably they probably went to school together. They went to school together. Yeah, yeah. But most likely not college together. No. Yeah, no. yeah. And um, there was subtle details that he was upper higher class than them and stuff like that. But uh, the oh, I nicknamed him the MacGuffin Brainer because of that freaking rock or the Scholar Stone. Oh, I, that was so random to me. Yeah, it was. It's a giant rock. His grandpa, right? Yeah. Told him to bring. It. Yeah. like it's such an opportune gift, and it's just like maybe it was just something that they just thought would actually make things happen for them. But the rock literally did nothing because it's a rock, and yeah. you have you are a person. You do the thing. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was weird because I've seen those before because I I do watch a lot of Korean media so I've seen them before but it's it's more of a collector's item and they are expensive and sometimes they have like symbolism to them but it's it's I think that's more of a niche community that's why he said his grandfather told him to bring it because that's not really I'm not sure if that's something a younger generation would understand mm-hmm. and it's not a normal gift to give people. Um, that carrying case, though, I'm like, what's he about to uncover? <laughs> I thought it was going to be something really fancy mm-hmm. from the grandpa, just, just like something that they were going to throw out, <laughs> and then it's a rock. Yeah. <laughs> no, because when you, like you guys said, it, it felt like we were going into a horror, so 
I really thought somebody was going to get bludgeoned to death with that rock at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I expected. Yeah, and then nothing really happened with it. I'm like, that's a freaking MacGuffin. I was like, you don't, you didn't. <laughs> and um, so, like, some people just say, like, the rock was a catalyst because it started the, um, the, the sun's greed or the want for more and, like, mm-hmm. but I really uh, think it was... Oh, that may have been the internal catalyst, but the external one was his friend offering him the job to work for the rich family as a tutor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and um, but it was it was really strange because I that that whole situation escalated so quickly because he went in with a recommendation, mm-hmm. and he went in knowing he would have to fake being a college student to do the job, but. I don't think he needed to go as far as he did in the first place because when he went in for the interview uh, with his documentation that he his sister made for him, he didn't even end up needing it. So I feel like if he had went in more, not bashful, but just went in a slightly more innocent, it wouldn't have escalated as quickly as it did. Or just like more confident. Yeah. It's just like, I don't have to show you my paperwork because I already know. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I know some jobs probably require it, but he could have he could have played it off, and it wouldn't have been fraud per se. It would have been somebody recommended him the job, and you took his word for it, and it would have mm-hmm. been like, my word against his type, of, his word against his type of thing. But yeah, but that's how I thought when it first started. Then they started moving in the whole family, and I was like, yeah. never mind. That I, was so scandalous too. <laughs> it just was. The, like, and it, they were so like. <laughs> happy to do it and it was just with such an ease yeah i was it like was you crazy guys, i was like you guys don't do this every day right Why i feel are you like so that was just this? him testing the waters with the paperwork in order to be like are they going to notice the mm-hmm. difference between me being like kind of going back to like the difference between him and his friend like his friend was able to confidently say don't pee here it's not a bathroom mm-hmm. and he could never say that himself mm-hmm. it's just like i have to bring the paperwork because if i don't then they might see that i am nothing Mm -hmm. and so i think once the family once he got through the threshold the family felt confident enough to just keep going on yeah well i think you see his kind of evolution too of confidence Mm -hmm. of where he goes in and he's really scared and then once he like figures out that he's got this and oh my god the rich daughter oh that girl has issues she does (laughs) that girl has issues but i think once he like has her too Mm -hmm. he's like okay my entire family is coming Mm -hmm. yeah she was definitely dating her last tutor too right yeah well yeah that's That's why he was like like. keep an eye on her for me yeah that's my girl like yeah when he came back from studying abroad they were definitely going to get together and then when like the girl ended up kissing the friend i was like um Mm -hmm. it wasn't like on the first day yes yeah I was like, oh I think gosh. she's just really lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, that actually reminds me. I um, I said the legal age, uh, the legal age, the legal age of an adult in South Korea is 20. And that's 20 in Korean age. International age is 19 because you, you gain a year um, early. I don't, don't make me do simple math. Anyway, um, but anyway, you may be 19 actually, mm-hmm. but as the government and society is concerned you'll be 20 so, so it's do like, they say like when you are born this is your first year of life so you are one and then you yes, are two pretty much yeah 
Mm-hmm. That's that's it's, it's really simple if you just explain it like that. But for some reason, anytime I start explaining, I get confused as I'm. Going. I was gonna say you were confused me, but Mercedes made total sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I think I know where you're going with this. Hold on, let me let me take a crack at it. I you know. get it now. <laughs> yeah, I I do broad strokes and generalizations in my head, so it made sense. But as soon as I go into details, I'm like. I understand what I mean, but I can't say it to you. <laughs> and I think you're like just a chronic over explainer. Not <laughs> everything. Okay. We accept That's you. Fine. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that being said, I don't remember how old the girl was, but she was definitely a teenager. Yeah, she school. was young. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like it wasn't as if she was getting ready to go off to college herself. Like she mm-hmm. still had at least one more year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She's just thirsty. <laughs> she was. <laughs> It was just odd and then i was like oh please leave the door open i was like oh the door's not open oh this mm-hmm. is being creepy very much so but i was confused because i wasn't sure if it him bringing his sister in was spur of the moment just that idea came to him at that exact moment when he found out that the son needed an art teacher mm-hmm. or if they were already having plan b plan c and plan d in place from the beginning because yeah that's not very clear yeah. like i know when they bring her on it's it's a very obvious choice because mm-hmm. she is very artsy and she's good at art she can totally do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then once they decide to bring her in she immediately goes to get rid of that driver so i feel like this was probably always part of the plan. Yeah, as soon as she it was, just was unspoken. In, yeah, as soon as she was in, it was definitely they were moving everybody else in. But when it started with him, I I'm not sure if he. I I felt like when it was just him, he was the only one going in. But then mm-hmm. when he saw the opportunity, he took it, and that's when all the balls started rolling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think from that point on, they just tried to develop a plan. Mm-hmm. Because then it, it, like, evolves into the dad totally flipping and be like, the best plan is to have no plan because apparently plans don't work. And I'm like, well, your plan did work for a little while. <laughs> well, here's my, like, here's my problem. Because I feel like they made it way too complicated for themselves. So if they brought the sister in, like, fine, you don't know her. She's just, what was she, like, the cousin of a friend or something She's like supposed that? to be, like, a, a cousin's girlfriend or somebody's girlfriend. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that I get... But when they're looking for the new driver, why couldn't he just be, oh, my dad's a driver, too? Yeah. I don't see the problem with that. Unless it's like a cultural thing, like you're not supposed to recommend family or I don't know. I think they would have revealed too much of themselves if they said they, if any of them said they were related. I think that would have revealed too much because when you meet people in Korea, you do get a lot of details. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do your parents do? Yada, yada, yada. How old are you? Stuff like that. Is somebody married? Such and such. But so I'm thinking if they brought in family, there may have been some unneeded questions and they were afraid of that. But mm-hmm. I. You think it would have maybe like kind of shook up the stability that he was trying to maintain? It's just like, oh, why would you, if you are as well off as you have led us to believe, why would your dad need a job? Shouldn't your dad yeah. have a steady job? If you have been going to college, why should your family be struggling? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a tangled web that they that they wove. But so in, in hindsight, it does seem a little overcomplicated. But mm-hmm. if any of them admitted they were related from the get-go, there would have been more questions. They would have known more about each other. And I think any one of them, could have slipped up which is what i thought was super impressive 
four of them are maintaining four separate lies and they didn't slip up once. Mm-hmm. Well, I think at this point they've done so many different cons like this. They're yeah. probably just used to it. Like the kids were raised in this environment. So it, I didn't I, I wasn't expecting them to be like old hands at, at con jobs because I thought they were just like hustlers and doing whatever they could to get by, but I was like I didn't I wasn't expecting them to be able to like whip out a con like it was nothing mm-hmm. and and their clothes were amazing by the way i was like where did you get all this stuff yeah that's <laughs> the thing i will say this family was very impressive on that front it's just like this is a con artist family mm-hmm. like the kids mm-hmm. raised to con obviously the sister took more to it than the son mm-hmm. but once the son like got into it it came so naturally i'm just like you've always been a con artist i did not realize just because a lot of the movie is very subtle and it just didn't seem obvious to me at first. So I didn't realize the movie was going to focus on the different classes as much as it did. I, mm-hmm. I guess you could tell that from the trailers, but I just, I didn't go in with that mindset. So when we first meet the poorer family, they're more in casual uh, dress down or disheveled clothes. And they're, and if they were wearing makeup, it was purposely unflattering or very minimal. So mm-hmm. they looked more average, more uh, not that I didn't really see them as poor on the surface, even though I could tell by their living conditions that's what they were going as. They just seem very plain. Yes, yes. not exactly middle class. Like maybe they're they're like on the border of poor and middle mm-hmm. class. Yeah, yeah. But I I didn't realize how subtle it was at the beginning till they individually went through their makeovers, and I was like, oh, this is them snazzed up. And I was like, it was, I could see that they started much lower so we could see them rise and mm-hmm. change over the course of the film but yes that was what i was saying and i i don't know brand name clothes or anything like that but i could definitely tell the rich family was fancy yeah with all their clothes <laughs> i couldn't live in that house those type of houses i would like it'd be a good airbnb but then i need to leave i can't stay i can't you're freaked out with that giant wall of windows yeah my mom I'm just like I would, I would always never. be searching like there's something out there <laughs> yeah there's somebody coming the lightning someone's coming the lightning storm was (laughs) cool though no (laughs) but yeah i thought that would be a cool place to watch a lightning storm yeah rain that would be nice but i was like did they not have tvs or they they probably did but i was it might have been like drop down tvs yeah knowing them it would have come down from the ceiling (laughs) (laughs) the wall would have opened up (laughs) that was just really fancy Which is why it was so like when they when it had that scene where they're doing their family bonding night, the fam- the rich family had gone camping mm-hmm. and they were all just like messing around. That was ridiculous. I was like, you guys need to realize you guys are still <laughs> skating on very thin ice. You idiots. Why are you over here throwing food, spilling alcohol on their nice ass couch? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? That's when they got too comfortable and you totally knew things are going to start happening. Yeah. Because after that night, or got just that cocky. instance and how, yeah, they were way too cocky. So you, immediately you knew something was about to happen. And then it did. Mm-hmm. The old maid. She maid, right? Not nanny. Housekeeper. housekeeper? She was like the housekeeper, yeah. Housekeeper, yeah. And okay. she had been there but even before that rich family yeah. had gotten there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why she was just like, I just really have a connection to this house. I know this house more than anybody knows this house. She scared me. When she when she showed back up, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she freaked me out. Well, that's the thing. She looked so neat and put together when mm. she was attached to the rich family. But the second that she was kicked out, 
she started to look like how the family looked before they got in. Mm-hmm. She looked really terrible. <laughs> she got beat up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's when my warning signs started going out because I told you how I didn't know what type of role each of the characters were playing. Mm-hmm. And I had just recently seen her in Strangers from Hell and she helped kill a few people. And wow. so <laughs> I, I, so when I first saw her, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. She's, she's prim and proper. And then she came back. I'm like, oh, no. Which way is she going? She <laughs> came back and she was like, I need to get in the house. And I really thought because she had gotten beat like beat up, I thought someone else was gonna like bum rush and just come in and start yeah. terrorizing the family. Oh wait, what do you mean she she was she, she was, was she, she had, had a, a giant bruise on her face. Yeah. yeah. I watched things really dark. I don't know. <laughs> she had some injuries and Yeah, she did. <laughs> she looked like she she had been through it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm... Oh, she was so wet. Maybe I just didn't notice it. Yeah. yeah. She, and her hair was, like, all disheveled. Okay. Yeah, and she, she had glasses beat on. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Then, and, then, and then she was like, oh, I, I cut the wire. Like, really calmly, just saying, oh, yeah, I cut the wire. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I would have never let her in in the first place. No, I wouldn't have either. And if she would have thrown a fit with the family like oh the, your your new housekeeper wouldn't let me and it's just like okay we'll come back at a reasonable hour when it's mm-hmm. not so fucking creepy mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you didn't already tell me you knew nobody was home that's like how the horror movie starts like it's like can i come over it's yes like, no, my parents aren't home but don't tell people that no no you never tell anybody you're home alone <laughs> no i wouldn't have let her in but that was the thing they just like well she we don't want any trouble so let's just kind of let it happen mm-hmm. mm. yeah i couldn't i couldn't be down with that mindset at all i'm like don't let her in how hard is that i was like she could try to break in but that's then we're going into horror movie territory well, I, I think and- the problem with um like her not letting the old maid in was that she was gonna she knew that she would snoop around and those giant ass windows mm-hmm. what if she had seen them all together yeah mm-hmm. and i mean that ends up being a moot point because she she sees them all later when they're sneaking in that Weird. Is it like a bunker? Yeah. Yeah. In the bunker. Yeah. So <laughs> they, 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 I think that's what she was worried. The mom was worried about. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. From that mindset, it yeah. made sense. But and it made sense from a story standpoint, because if if it didn't go on, then we would have hit a wall. But as soon as she came in, we it was a whole nother jumping off point. So I it was it was really a change in gears when she came in. But I was I was so I didn't know what to expect when she came inside. So I was like, I don't know why you're back. I assume she was trying to rob the place for some odd reason. That's I what thought I, she had like left money or something like that behind. Because when you see those like that she was injured and someone had hit her, it's like, okay, she left something important in the house and she needs to give it to whoever is like after her. Mm-hmm. But then you find out it's her damn husband living in the bunker. Oh, but and there are people after her because of his debts. Yeah, yeah. the loan sharks. But I... I didn't expect it to be a human. <laughs> I didn't. I, didn't I was like, ex- "Where's the money at?" When he came, when she came, she's like, "Oh my god, eat this banana!" And he's like, "I must have been so hungry." <laughs> he was like, "I didn't know." He just was really creepy. He was he's really been creepy. down there for too long. How yeah. long has he been down there? Well, they, I guess his debts were piling up, and I don't. I would say at least a year or two. No, because I thought it was longer. Than it was that. longer than that because he had been the down original. there being. The entire time. Yeah. I think it was from like before the rich family. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had that different that separate scene where it showed them living in the house. And that was not how the living room looked when this new rich family was living there. Yeah. Yeah. They were listening to like records. Yeah. The the guy who designed the house when he Mm -hmm. still owned it. 
did he die or move away he moved away yeah. oh, okay okay yeah but yeah no i he was way too used to living in a bunker no. and and, and you guys were trying to avoid giving me spoilers so that I hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. So when you told me you could start seeing his the descent into madness, I was trying to figure out which he you were talking about as I was watching the movie. And then I'm like, oh, him. Okay. Well, you could see his, but <laughs> well, also we the, dad, the dad, too. Yeah. We're talking about the dad. The which dad? dad? The, the poor, poor dad. dad. You could see him slowly start to like. He looked irritated, but I didn't. Yeah, but that's slowly that was, building yeah. the seeds to him. Because mm-hmm. at going the end, off. he's the one that has the big snap. Like. They both do, but from different ends. Yeah. I think that guy mm-hmm. just was down in the bunker way too long, and he just started to pray to the homeowner as if he were God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a very unhealthy attachment to the house and to whoever was owning it at the time. Mm-hmm. The dad, I think it started to really get to him that like, no matter how much they tried, even with these respectable jobs, oh, even with these respectable <laughs> jobs... <laughs> Um, they're never going to be in the same level. They're never, yeah. they could attach themselves all they want to this family, but they're never going to be seen as equal or even anywhere close to equal. They're mm-hmm. never going to be respected. And you could see it turned, there's the turn when the, um, the rich dad comments on the smell of the poor dad. I know. That was just, ugh. it's just like he, all this time he's thinking like, He's, oh, I'm in. Like, I'm the driver now. He seems to like me. But the second he's like, he's got a weird smell. And the dad's just like. <laughs> me? Me? <laughs> That's what I was um, um, slightly off subject. But I was slightly confused about the relationship, uh, both of the married couples' relationships. Mm-hmm. Because um, they they didn't, neither of them really felt like equals. And I thought the um, the poor family, the, that mom and dad, the husband and wife, I thought the mom, the mom, the wife, didn't, I'm not disappointed, but she, she always seemed against her husband, like he was the cause of everything. Yeah, because and, it shows her yeah. ach- accomplishments on the wall. She was like an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when we go to the rich family, it was it was kind of reverse where because when every time they were describing the the rich wife, it was like they didn't they couldn't really pin her down. They're like she's simple, she's and then and then when um the when the dad's in person or in when the dad is the driver, the poor dad is the driver, and he says, "But you love your wife," and he gets that weird pause, and I was like. Do you love your wife? I, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of resentment there. Yeah. In that whole relationship. But I mean. Well, both sets. That's that's one thing I will say. Both sets of families, their dynamic doesn't really feel like it's based in love. Either, not either side. Mm-hmm, no. The only couple that was very affectionate and genuinely loved each other was the. <laughs> the creepy couple. The creepy couple. <laughs> they, you could say they genuinely loved each other, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't something wrong with them. There was yes. something wrong with every dynamic, yeah. but they were the only ones that actually loved each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is one of those movies where just everyone had their issues. Everyone was so messed up in some kind of a way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was very entertaining. <laughs> I was like, why are you doing Morse code with the lights? This is so strange. That was so random. Yeah, and then he started doing it with his head. And I'm like, oh, you're done. You're so done. You aren't coming back, are you? Yeah. I like the way that they utilize the Morse code, though. Because, like, when they mention it, it's enough to where you know it's going to mean something later. But then when you find out everything else that happens at the end, it's actually really sweet, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah. yeah. But I, I like yeah, that. so I did like that a lot of the details did pay off when I did not know where they were going with any of yeah. those details. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, it wasn't a trigger warning, but I started getting really anxious when they started mentioning a party because I don't know what movies I've been watching, but as soon as I did in the Korean films and there's a party that I seem to be watching really odd movies. Like, I don't know. It was the housemaid, the housekeeper. There's some weird movie where the party was like really bizarre. And I, I was in some, I don't know why I didn't expect something really violent to happen, but I, I just thought something weird was going to happen or just everything was going to hit the fan. But it, it went way more extreme than I expected when, mm-hmm. when the movie started nearing the end. But. Well, I, th- I think you know that something's going to go wrong because they just made it out. Like, they just locked the weird couple in the bunker and they think they're in the clear. They made it. Um, but then that's also when the storm happens. So even though they made it out of that, their home is completely ruined and you're mm-hmm. like, so this like this is the beginning of the end, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you know as soon as she says, oh, we're having a party, and they all are expected to be there, you know something's about to happen at that party. The whole thing mm-hmm. was rude. Yeah. It was like, yes, of course I can clear my schedule for you. They're like, eh, just because you're paying me doesn't mean you can tell me to drop everything. But, yeah. But that's, they were just saying, that's the, the audacity of the rich family. And, and then... Mm-hmm. The... And the audacity for them to have a Cowboys and Indians party. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> the kid was really into was Cowboys like, and Indians. fucking kidding me? <laughs> the way I was that so they were upset. wearing those like, headdresses. Oh I was god. like, where did you get those? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm done with them. <laughs> but it did feel very rich card. She's like, we're just going to do a little shindig. And they had it like all catered. <laughs> Just short of an ice fountain. And I'm just exactly. like, oh, please make the tables more of a wing shape. I'm like, girl, what? I was like, I thought you said this was going to be a casual event. She's like, oh, no big deal. Just bring your harp to play casually. <laughs> we have one of my friends is an opera singer and she just loves She's hearing just children's parties. You know, just a few songs. Anyway, look, party happened. And then we had the whole. There's a murder. Mm-hmm. All the murder. All the murders. I loved the snap of the dad because I think it was very subtle. Like all these little like things were building up to this moment. And I think the snap wasn't super obvious. It was just like that little smell face on the rich dad that kind of set the poor dad off. And it was something so small, Mm -hmm. but he was done. Mm -hmm. And like that's when he killed him. Yeah, if he had never if he had never overheard those conversations the seed mm-hmm. wouldn't have been planted yeah well, i also think it was too like in my mind the way that i interpreted that scene was like the dad didn't care about the girl that had just gotten stabbed yeah oh, he, he was oh, he only did not care. concerned with not getting his kid out of the- he was like hello we have a victim here hand your kid to your wife we need to help her yeah, like and his get- kid wasn't yeah. dying yeah, his kid wasn't dying. It was totally fine. Everybody was fleeing, and he was so content to just leave the tutor there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave the poor daughter there. Mm-hmm. He's just like, as long as my family's safe. And I was like, I get it. Everybody reacts to crisis in a different way. But it's just like, I in that moment, I was like, you know, there is a bit of reprieve there. I cannot blame the poor dad for being like, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. First of all, you're, you've made it abundantly clear that you don't give a shit about people that are below you, that you think are below you or lesser than you. And it's just like, and you're so you're so 
with that belief that you're willing to let somebody die, they're mm-hmm. a peon and you're just willing to let them die because you were afraid for your son who was mm-hmm. totally fine. Mm-hmm. It was because his issue was psychological mainly. It wasn't really wait, wait, I'm I can't even separate physical and psychological trauma right now but he was having a breathing issue or does she called it a seizure earlier and i was like is seizure that loose of a term that you can just put it on anything but anyway that's not where i was going but speaking (laughs) but anyway speaking of murder i really thought they were uh the poor family was just gonna kill the the original housekeeper and their husband and Mm -hmm. her husband i that's where i thought the story was going well that's the thing is that they weren't they're at the core of it all, they weren't murderers, and that's why they couldn't do it. And the whole reason that the the original housekeeper died was that it was an accident. She did not believe that she would actually hurt her that badly by kicking her back down the stairs. That was kind of that was kind of cutthroat, though. She really, uh, mm, I don't know. I think she it was just and supposed she, to be a little yeah, shove. She didn't. She didn't intend to, to kill, kill her. her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think she would have killed the husband either. I think ultimately they thought they could get through or like get rid of the problem by just like locking them both down there mm-hmm. because if nobody knew that they were there before and they just left them down there took away the handle mm-hmm. then they'd probably just die organically mm-hmm. yeah like i really thought they were gonna kill them until they mentioned bringing them some food from the party i'm like oh you were intending to keep them alive okay and but then it all went horribly wrong after that so it didn't work out they never had the chance to try to be better people mm-hmm. yeah I really would have loved to see how they would have sh- struck an agreement with that other family. It's like, can we all get along and not try to stab each other, mm-hmm. please? But yeah. But so the party happened and then the father did a psych and ran back inside the house. And then he lived in the bunker, the poor, far- poor mm-hmm. father. And so how did you guys like that ending? Well, first of all, I didn't expect the sister to die. Oh, I didn't oh, expect yeah, her I'm either. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, she... She okay. was such a badass throughout that I'm just like, she's she untouchable. Really was. If I was going to pick a favorite, <laughs> te- uh, favorite character, it probably would have been her because she was so in character and she did everything so well. And But yeah, that was that was sudden. And they kind of they kind of glossed over it because everything went in fast forward after that mm-hmm. point. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, and she's dead. It's like, oh, okay. And we only found out through the papers it's just and the news. Yeah. Yeah, and when they like, went no to one go came see, like, light the it. candle and like to remember her and everything, and mm-hmm. the mom was crying. But I was like, I was like, so no, she didn't die. She's dead. <laughs> I'm all, where's the dad? And her brother just keeps laughing. I'm like, ooh, ooh, that's not good. He eventually did stop laughing, but that was weird. Um, I, I don't know why. I really thought at some point his friend that started everything was going to make an appearance again. Yeah, he never came back. He was kind of like. Maybe he saw the news and was just like, yikes. <laughs> He's like, so I There's don't no know point. them. <laughs> But he kind of had, like, a Drew Barrymore in Scream to me, where it's like, you don't expect somebody you recognize to not be in the film for long. Mm -hmm. Because it's not a cameo. He actually had a role. So Mm -hmm. it was was even more surprising to me that he never came back. I was like, oh, okay. Um, uh, So that was, it was interesting. But I think that whole wrap-up kind of caught me off guard. That's why I was happy they had that little uh, Morse code epilogue to resolve it because it felt really rushed for a second i mm-hmm. really like that you're kind of left with this like at first they give you a little bit of hope but then you're like but in reality is that really what's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah like you know that it's it's not 
it's probably not going to happen. And then you feel bad, but at the same... Because, like, no, the rich dad didn't deserve to die, but he was a jerk. And you're like, well, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense that the dad, like, poor dad snapped and killed him and everything like Mm -hmm. that. And you kind of feel sorry for him. But then you think about why they were in that situation in the first place, and you're Mm -hmm. kind of just like, well... (laughs) <laughs> no one was in the right. No I think the rich dad was acting true to character. When you are that successful and you build up that much acclaim, I think you do start to feel more important than mm-hmm. you are or than you should naturally feel. Did, yes. the, did the rich dad die? Yes. Yeah. He was oh. stabbed by the dead. He stabbed him. The, the rich dad was stabbed as well. Yeah. Yeah. Angela, you don't who, remember? Who that, had a steer? The, the girl got stabbed by a knife. Who mm-hmm. had a steer with the food still on him? I think oh, that yeah. was the crazy that was husband. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Creepy husband. Okay, so But the whole point is that the poor dad snaps and murders the rich dad. Okay, yeah. So the rich dad died while trying to take his son out of the party. He was trying to he was keys. like, take the I need the keys and he's like, ah. I'm not giving you the keys because we need to help this person up to get them into the and he's like, No, I need the keys for my family and it's mm-hmm. just like your family is fine. This person is bleeding out. Mm-hmm. But then, so the poor dad tosses the keys mm-hmm. and it lands underneath the creepy guy. Uh-huh. And then he goes to like push the creepy guy out the way to get the keys. And then he has the, he's like smelling him and he's like, ew. Oh, yeah. And so the dad now. flips out. The whole thing <laughs> yeah. was so Even though that bad. guy had just flipped out and killed his daughter, it's just like, yeah. they're basically on the same level. And it's just like in that moment. It's just like, of everything that's happened, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're going to notice that this guy stinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that whole thing was so fast, and I was barely processing that the daughter got stabbed. I think my brain kind of blocked out some of the other details of it. But, yeah. Ugh. Okay, okay. I think the pacing of it, of it all was really nice. How mm-hmm. you go from, like, this really slow burn to just an immediate, like, payoff and climax. I really liked how it went. Mm-hmm. That's my two cents. <laughs> that's your wrap up and that's it. your final thought but that that's and period <laughs> that's, Duts. that's really that director's style because it's also kind of like that in snowpiercer and in the host where it's it everything starts really slow and you're just have you seen a lot of this director stuff uh i think those are the only two i've seen because um oh wait uh yeah just snowpiercer and the host are the two things of his i've seen and to their Snowpiercer is an odd fish, and so is the host. But I really like the host because that's more of a family movie, mm-hmm. and I like that it was more um, the family stitched together to conquer all odds. So I like that one because it had it was like a positive note in the end. I mean, I think you can say that for this family too. They stuck <laughs> together as much as they could. As much as they yeah. could. But the, it's like at the end, it does feel like all of their ties have been severed, and they're back to where they were. But just. Worse. Worse. Like, they didn't appreciate what little they had when they had it, and they reached too high, mm-hmm. and now, like, everything's completely fucked up. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's also one of those things where it's, like, when you try and take the easier way out, like, it's not going to pay off for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the little the little message at the end from the dad to the son and the little dream thing, we're, we're all in agreement that's a dream. Yeah. The, yeah. For yeah. a second, well... It has to be because that hair is not real. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing. When it got to the that point, hair? I was just like, who the hell is that? <laughs> he had his makeover. Why is he blonde? 
<laughs> like a weird reddish blonde. Because and I'm like, apparently Ooh. when you go to school and make a lot of money, you have to immediately dye your hair. You have to get a turtleneck and a yeah. nice blouse <laughs> and a nice, or blazer. <laughs> blouse. The mom had a nice blouse. <laughs> it's like we can only dream. But yeah, I just... Oof. So... so is the dad gonna die in that bunker if nobody moves oh no a german family moved in i thought he was gonna starve to a death. german family moved yeah. In. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he but food. he doesn't have oh well yeah because he goes up in the middle of the yeah, night like they, yeah. eat stuff. they eat more than sausage he, he's basically <laughs> the same as the creepy guy because remember the little boy um from the rich family had seen the creepy guy okay that flashback that was, was horrifying <laughs> oh my god like what the hell are you doing <laughs> i'm coming <laughs> up the stairs like <laughs> Just really slow. I'm super <laughs> wide. Like, why are your eyes so wide? What's wrong with you? <laughs> that was bad, but I was more uh, um, offended and appalled by that little boy eating that cake on the floor with an open refrigerator. He My is a little boy. Who does that? Little boys. Oh, no. Or maybe we just had rules in my family. It's like, why would you? No. He was also a spoiled little rich boy. Yeah. So he does what he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's utensils. You don't have to eat it with your hand. That's too much work. Yeah. Too much work. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was that was hilarious. That was uh, the true horror of the film. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> but um, the yeah the um the the housekeeper's husband in the bunker and the original housekeeper, their entire relationship with the rich family was on a few different levels of weird. It's like the Morse code was weird the the um housekeeper still texting the little boy knowing and then then knowing that nobody was home except the new housekeeper it's like well because i think part of it too was she if they hadn't gone on that camping trip um then her plan was probably to get the little boy to let her in Mm -hmm. that was probably gonna be it so so many levels of creepy yeah the title parasite Oh, yes. Yes. I think that's very fitting. I think that's what led to confusion for me. Or, like, I thought it was going to be something completely different because I thought it was going to be, like, oh, some parasite demon, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was really thinking this was going to be deep horror, and the, it was not. The parasite, it, it played on exactly what it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've heard the title, then you basically know the movie, but you just don't realize it because it's just, like, it's just moving from one parasite to another. Exactly. But mm-hmm. my brain was super confused because of the Japanese version, of uh, the Japanese movie Parasite, where it's literal aliens come in, invade Earth, and they're parasites, and mm-hmm. he becomes friend with the... Sorry, I can't go into that movie. I'm going to confuse <laughs> you so bad. But I really like it. Um, but... The other than, yeah, the, the fitting title, I did see one thing, because I know you guys said this was a little late for a conversation, but it's still 2019, so it's still fitting because South Korea is celebrating 100 years of cinema. Ooh. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. And I've always loved South Korea because it's kind of the, the Hollywood of the East for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and because uh, I really like their blockbusters, and I don't think you would call this a blockbuster because I still put this in more of an indie realm, even though mm-hmm. it's not indie money wise. It's I feel this is more indie because it's so off kilter, where blockbusters are usually more mainstream and m- more understandable. But I I still really enjoyed this movie. It's not necessarily like my cup of tea and something I rewatch a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a niche movie. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. 
but yes. So I think that is something worth noting. Um, everybody should go watch a foreign film. Mm-hmm. And everyone should be reading Lost in Translation. <laughs> you can read that at thewodc.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, get over <laughs> yourself with the subtitles, people. Learn how to read <laughs> during a movie. Multitask. It's not hard. <laughs> that reminds me, like, when I tried to watch Old Boy for the first... No, when I tried to watch Old Boy. The ever. original? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, such oh a good of course movie. the original. Why would I be talking about anything else? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there is no other Old Boy, Jan. <laughs> but, like, back in the day, it was only available dubbed, so I couldn't watch it. And I still haven't to this day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could, I can actually watch it because times have changed and there's subtitles. But it's, yeah. It's like whatever whatever way you can get into foreign media is good for you. So if you have to do a dub, go on ahead. You'll never have the full experience, but it's okay. <laughs> if you want, you should start with Old Boy because that is a masterpiece. I'm so I afraid. love that movie. That's like, see, Wait, so you haven't watched it? I'm so scared to watch Angela! it. There's like, it's like I missed the opportune moment. I haven't gone back. Oh, I love that movie. That's one of my <laughs> favorite movies. Is it? Is it another really off-kilter film? Yes. So it's going to be there's weird a, for me. There's okay. some twists in there. Um, I, I like threw my hands up into the air. I rarely do like... <laughs> When there's a big reveal, I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I will get around to watching it then. You need to watch it and we'll come yeah. back and talk about it. Okay. It's, I love that movie. I have not seen the American version. Oh. Um, because, I mean, I love Josh, Bro- Josh Brolin, but um, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a no for me. <laughs> well, yeah. so, Final thoughts? I think we... Go see Parasite. And if you haven't yet, go see Old Boy. Subbed, not subbed. Yes, yeah, subbed. You can find it somewhere, I promise. Yes, nowadays, thankfully, <laughs> the world is more global. And Parasite, May 2019, a very interesting year. It really did. All right, well, tune in for the next one. Tune in for the next oh, conversation. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Visit us at the WODC.com. Bye-bye. And follow us on our socials. That too. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>